Thanks so much for joining us as we finish up this plug-in series. And listen, can everybody shout, time to plug in. Uh, if you missed the uh, lessons that have made up this series, I want to encourage you to go to our website and, and check out those messages because at the end of our teaching today, I'm going to extend an invitation for those of you who walked along with us to consider becoming a partner with what God is doing here and through NBCC, whether you live in the local Bay Area, across the country, or across the world. And for those of you who decide or discern that this is not the community for you, cool, no worries. I want to invite you to be praying about where is the Jesus-centered community that is closest to you so that you can plug in. Today is ultimately about plugging in to the local work that God is doing. Uh, through his local church. All right, let's read the passage that is before us. It's about the birth uh, and the beginning of the church as recorded in Acts where we see God do some incredible world-changing things. All right, here, beginning at verse 42. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all And the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And all of the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. You know, they sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. Wow. They worshiped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity. All the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all God's people. Each Day, the Lord added to their fellowship those who would be saved. Can somebody simply shout, God's doing it again. Praise God. Uh, If you're uh, in Facebook uh, chat, just type it in the chat. God's doing it again. Yes, what we see God doing in the early days of the birth of the church, I want to say to you that God is doing it again. All right. Put a, a tag right there in your mind. If you were with us three weeks ago, I told you that all of us are invited to plug into the greatest power in the universe, and that is the power of Jesus Christ, and to do so with a Jesus-first faith, a faith that declares that Jesus is the source of all, and Jesus is our highest allegiance. He's above all. In other words, a radical faith. Can somebody shout a radical faith? I also shared with you that as we begin to see ourselves through the eyes and lens and the life of Jesus, we'll discover that through his life, death, and resurrection, that he loves us radically and unconditionally. But this is not simply a gift for us to possess and celebrate and hide and keep to ourselves, but embedded in this amazing gift from God, his radical, unconditional love is an is a, is an expectation, a call from God Almighty himself that we would partner with him in loving radically in the world around us, be a part of his work in the world. And one of the ways we do this, we learn through scriptures by joining a local faith-centered, Jesus-centered community. Second week of this teaching, I talked about our vision. I'll revisit that in a few minutes as we move forward. But I talked about the biblical foundation that our vision rests on, the Great Commission and the Great Commandment. The words of the Great Commandment ending with Jesus declaring, you should love the Lord thy God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your, all of your mind, and all of your strength, and your neighbor as yourself. 
He did not, he did not qualify neighbor, neighbor. He did not say, you know, you're black or you're white neighbor, you're nice or you're nasty neighbor. <laughs> he did not say you're gay or you're straight neighbor, the Republican or Democrat neighbor. He said, love your neighbor. And so here we subscribe to a radical love, a radical faith and a radical love. And then last week I talked about the unique, what I call the special ingredients in the NBCC sauce. It is this radical diversity that God has made us into being and how he uses that radical diversity to deepen our ability to love radically and to, and to believe and trust radically as he reproduces his character in each and every one of our lives, teaching us how to live lives of grace and truth, how to listen with respect and thoughtfulness and compassion to each other's story. And yes, on occasion, we will disagree. But when we disagree, on all occasions, we tenaciously love. That is what's unique about who we are here at NBCC. So if you've been following us, your task today is to discern whether or not you call to partner with us to be a part of what God is doing through NBCC, whether or not what I've just described is, is, is something that speaks to your heart, that makes you cry out and says, yes, I want that to be my church home. I want that to be my, my vision and, and my mission in life. I want to be a part of what God is doing there, whether you live in the Bay Area or across the country or across the world. Now, listen, here's the deal. Some of you watching you know that you're just not ready for that kind of commitment. That's all right. I simply say to you, keep watching, keep attending, keep experiencing, keep worshiping with us, and God will lead you into a new season of clarity. Others are watching. You say, nope, that's not the community I'm called for. Two, no worries. That's cool. I simply say to you, uh, pray about God showing you a Jesus-centered community close to you or where you can plug in and then plug in. Because God's best for your life as you live out your faith is in plugging in to such a community. Now, let me just talk for the rest of our time much about what God is doing here at NBCC. You see, there's something remarkable, incredible, history-making, history-shaping that God is, is doing through this work called New Beginnings. New Beginnings is a major move of God Almighty himself. Let me just say that God is not simply moving here at NBCC or through NBCC. As we emerge from this uh, pandemic that we've all been working through, there are a variety of new uh, congregations and communities that are Jesus-centered, super diverse, that's popping up all over the place. And God is doing a remarkable new thing, but it looks very much, it is empowered by the same spirit that we read about here in the book of Acts. And NBCC is one of the places in the communities through which God is doing this great and powerful work. Together, we are helping people to redefine what it means to be the church in the 21st century. We're helping to reaffirm the fact that still the greatest power on the planet is the power of Jesus Christ love and his capacity to transform our lives and our homes and our communities and our world. And the same power we see in Acts, we're experiencing it here in New Beginnings. You know, Acts 2 opens up. It is clear as a move of God. 
The Holy Spirit comes in. People hear stuff they hadn't heard before. They see stuff they hadn't seen before. The Holy Spirit comes in and empowers them to do what they collectively never thought they could do. And that is the experience of NBCC. I hear testimony over and over again that, that people are hearing things they've never heard before in the church context. They're setting their hearts on fire. They're seeing vision that they hadn't seen before. And that collectively, they're being empowered with a radical love and a togetherness that has enabled them to begin to accomplish what they never thought they could accomplish. That's what's unique about this community. At the end of the day, we see in the book of Acts, and we're walking together, experiencing here at NBCC, how the impossible and the improbable has become the undeniable. And that is the invitation that we are invited into. Now, if you've been with us over the last several weeks, you now by now know our vision that stands on strong biblical principles. Vision that says that we, we exist to to reach those who feel far from God, to make disciples, to build families, and to transform communities. Wow. What we see in the book of Acts, we see God doing it here in this community. Now, let's begin with make disciples. Everybody shout make disciples. We see this at work here in the book of Acts in verse 4. I just described it a little bit about this power that they discovered they had that they didn't have before. It says that everyone who was present in that upper room, was filled with the Holy Spirit. And they began, watch this, speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them the ability to do so. And what this means is that suddenly they were empowered to communicate effectively and extraordinarily across a vast array of differences in a remarkably diverse setting. The diversity is described here in verse 5. It says, at that time, there were devout Jews from every nation that God had assembled them there, from every nation living in Jerusalem. He had brought them there for this moment. Watch this. And here's, here's how they describe their own diversity in verse 8. It says, wow, we hear them speaking in our native languages. Here we are, and now they describe this radical diversity. We're Parthians and Medes and, and from Medes and Elamites and we're people from the Mesopotamia and from Judea, and we're from Pontius and the province of Asia, and here we are from Egypt and from Libya and Cyrene. We're, we're thousands from Rome, and, and, and as a matter of fact, we're Cretans and Arabs, and, and the list of diversity goes forth, and they say, and it's in our own languages that we're hearing about the wonderful things God has done fascinating, remarkable that God, they shared the same faith. They, they, were, they were devout Jews. They, they believed in God, but, but this radical collection of multiple cultures now would come together and form one community where their faith was centered in the one called Jesus. The Jesus first faith. A Jesus first community. Wow. This is the radical the radical diversity that God has brought together here at NBCC and through NBCC spreading across the country and the world. Do you know that the folk who are watching me today, it's not just those of you who are sitting in our sanctuary in San Jose. Many of you are watching me from Africa and Japan, Bangladesh and South Korea. You're not just watching me from California. Many of you are watching me right now from Maryland and Massachusetts and Georgia. You're watching me from Alabama, Texas, Louisiana, Seattle, Washington, and the list goes on. He represents different class and races and ethnicities and cultural expressions. And yet you brought together 
but of Jesus' first faith. Many of you think that you simply found us because you were scrolling on Facebook or somebody sent you a link or someone invited you to come to San Jose and be a part of our, our, our experience, our campus there. And while that is true, I want to suggest to you that perhaps God was working in that way to bring you to this place so that you could hear the invitation of partnership. Come partner with what God is doing through NBCC. And if you're not here in the Bay Area, you can partner virtually across the country and across the world. But not only can you partner virtually, meaning don't just watch, but become a part of our virtual community, serving and connecting to life groups, etc. But it just might be that God has called you out to start an NBCC small group that will become a small community right where you are. Come partner with me is the invitation. Come partner with us as we follow Jesus. You know, you, you, you will continue to hear the voice of Scripture today, and you certainly hear my voice, but I want you to hear some of the voices that rise up out of the NBCC community, helping us to see how what God did then in the book of Acts that led to changing the world, how he's doing it now. Trinice Wade, as she manages our online community, here's what she says. What I love the most about NBCC is the genuine love that everyone has for one another. I have found so many amazing relationships in person and online. The best part about our relationships is that we all come from different parts of the globe and different walks of life, and yet we still serve the same God. I think NBCC is what heaven is going to look like. That's what she says. Can someone say, make disciples? Oh, yeah. God is at work here in that unique way. And then notice verse 42. As we see God making disciples in the early church in a way that literally transformed not just Jerusalem, but the whole Western world, ultimately. Here's what it says. All the believers devoted. There's the word for partnership in that text. There's the word for buy-in in that text. There's the word that means that Jesus' mission transferred and the ownership of Jesus' mission expanded to include the followers in this community. Now they went from 11 to 120, and by now we get to this part of the text, there's 3,000 plus. It says they believe, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostle teachings. Shout practical teaching. Yeah, the apostle was taking the life and teachings of Jesus and teaching those in the community. Here's how they're applied right now in your daily life. And then look at the spiritual disciplines here. It says they were also devoted to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. These were the spiritual disciplines. If you've been with us over the last several weeks, you've learned that at the heart of how we become uh, growing disciples together is practical teaching. And practicing together spiritual disciplines. And one of them is prayer. Listen to what Ty talks about, who's a partner of ours in Atlanta. And here's how she talks about prayer in NBCC. She says this, I love NBCC's prayer team. I've been so blessed by them, she says. I've reached out via the app and email and received prayer also in person. Raising kids as a single parent. And dealing with life's challenges can feel so overwhelming. Some of you listening know that to be true. But being able to reach out to prayer warriors has allowed me to feel less alone. I've always noticed a difference after her time of being prayed for, she would say. Wow. 
making disciples. Look at verse 46. Look at what God was, how he made disciples in the early church. They committed, they devoted, they worshiped together at the temple each day. They regularized their time of coming together and regularly standing together in an extraordinary diverse community, worshiping God together. You see, we have, to, we have to regularize our coming together, either virtually or in person, so that, so that we, we continue to allow God to transform us as we engage with one another and engage with Jesus in worship. Listen to what Sharon describes uh, as her worship experience in the midst of such diversity that God has created here at NBCC. Here's what she says. I love the diversity. When I'm at NBCC, I don't feel Asian or some other label. I just feel accepted for who I am. I'm not distracted with trying to fit in, but I can focus on worship and fellowship and learning. She's describing a Jesus first faith. This was the faith of the folk of that early church community that God literally used to change the world. And he's doing it again. You know, Jesus' first faith is when we put Jesus above and ahead of everything. Ahead of our power, uh, pursuit of power, ahead of our politics, ahead of our, our ethnicity, our gender, our sexuality, our friends, our family, even ahead of our personal dreams. He is the highest allegiance that transforms how all the other parts of our lives and engagement works. Jesus first. And then Watch God build families. It's a part of our vision is to build families here. Here's how it looked in verse 46. It says that these incredible, remarkably diverse people, that they met in homes for the Lord's Supper and they shared their meals with great joy and generosity. The part of the verse that says that they met in homes literally is transferred as, it's translated as they met from house to house to house. If you had a, a heat map on, you would, see, you would see the homes all across Jerusalem lighting up with the warmth and the love of Jesus. These little orcors, these little cornonia fellowship, these little love communities as, as, as they often were recalled would meet in these, these, these homes and they, they, they would celebrate and share and do the Lord's Supper. But watch this. They would also share stories. You know, that's happening across the bay. We have multiple small groups. We call them life groups, people doing life together, just like in Acts across the bay. And they're beginning to merge across the country. And here's what one of our partners who live in Maryland says about her life group and her church. She says, I love the weekly practical Bible-centered teaching that I am then able to explore more fully, deeply, and relationally doing it with my life group. The messages and my life group provide the structure that I need to constantly check my thoughts and actions so that I am treating my neighbors according to Jesus' heart and not my own. Wow. And of course, in a, in a community as diverse as what we saw there in Jerusalem, you know, you had men and women. First time women were, were on equal standing in the early church community was there in Jerusalem, this, this early move of God's spirit. You had slave and slave owners. That's not a misspeak. Yes, slave and slave owners in the same community. You had, you had farmers and government workers and religious leaders all in this. You know there were a diversity of perspectives there. And so from time to time, they had to practice what we practice here at NBCC. Occasionally, we will need to disagree. 
But on all occasions, we will vigorously love. Wow. And then we see transforming communities at work. And this powerful, this powerful church beginning here in Acts. Look at verse 43. I love this. It says, a deep sense of awe came over them all. That's because the Spirit of God was moving and, and, and people were experiencing healing in a variety of ways and deliverance in a variety of ways and marriages and homes and families are being healed and people knew, wow, the Spirit of God is among us. This is, this is our prayer. The experience is here and through NBCC and we, we see signs of it in a variety of different ways. It says, and so a sense of awe came over them all and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. But you know what the greatest miraculous sign and wonder was? It was in verse 44 and verse 45. It was what the, what the people did collectively the, the, in their shared sacrifice. Watch what, watch, watch what it says. Watch what it says. And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. Watch this. And they sold their properties and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They created the first public fund, the first ever, not just in Jerusalem, but in the Roman Empire. And they were housing the homeless. They were clothing the naked. My goodness. You see, in sharing stories, people were talking about in these little orchards, in these little home group meetings, right, about how the death and resurrection of Jesus had redefined their understanding of themselves and their lives. But they also exposed what their needs were. And certainly this community that was in prayer, God, how do we practically make a difference? God gave them a revelation. And the light of Jesus' love spilled out of the community across the Roman Empire. I wish I had the time I would tell you about the transforming community that we're doing, partnering with amazing people. Uh, the school we're building in Nigeria, uh, the school that, we're in, uh, uh, that we have built and are enhancing, rather, in Guatemala also. The, the, the schools we're partnering with here in the Bay Area where we're not just blessing students, but we're partnering to, 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 to bless the faculty, encourage and bless them. Yes. Uh, the uh, uh, city team, the the, the organization, or we hope that we're partnering with, to house the homeless and, and to, 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 to help thousands of people find deliverance and brand new lives as they break free from addiction. That's our work of transforming communities. Oh, come back in a few weeks. We're going to talk a whole lot about that in the weeks to come. But wherever there's an NBCC community, anywhere in the world, uh, this is the kind of power that I believe that God wants to release. That's the kind of way he wants us to impact community and the world and then finally reach those who feel far from God yeah I love how how this is is brought forth uh, here in the early church verse 46 47 now watch what it says all the while the believers are praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people and each day the Lord added to their fellowship notice that the Lord added to their fellowship the Lord added to the fellowship he was sending to them and, and others were coming because they were being invited, those who felt invisible uh, and unloved and, and lost who needed to be empowered and delivered. Oh, he was added to their fellowship. And so, listen to what Jasper says. Uh, he's a part of the, both the LGBT community and a part of NBCC. Here's what he writes. He says, what I love most about NBCC is the fact that I feel safe. I feel welcome. I can be exactly who I am. I was originally terrified when I first arrived. 
I'd heard plenty of times about churches and the LGBTQ. Uh, and it's, part, it's part of why I stayed away, thinking I had to pretend just to fit in like when I was younger. I contemplated leaving my, my times in, at, in the beginning of my journey at NBCC. I contemplated leaving. I didn't want to be made uncomfortable or to upset anyone. But with year three, just around the corner, I'm happy to have found NBCC. I, I know for a fact now, I know for a fact now that wherever I come here, I'm going to smile. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to see some of the best people I know. NBCC has helped me be a better person, has advanced my knowledge, has grown my heart. And as for Pastor Herman's uh, last message, he's talking about last week when I talked about that because of our understanding and reading of Scripture, that there will be some places we'll disagree with members of the LGBTQ plus community on occasions, at times. But during all times, we will aggressively welcome and love and care for everyone. Here's what he said. The phrase that came to mind as he was listening to last week's message, I feel seen. Wow. Hey, I know this young man, Jasper. He's a huge part of what helps us to do what we do every weekend. I know him. I love him. He's amazing. And he reminds us of who we're called to be. This is a church that's called to help the invisible to be seen. And here at NPCC, we are called, my God, to help those who are wounded to be healed, those who are depressed and despondent to find hope and help, the downtrodden to be lifted up, the lost to be found. All in the name of Jesus. And the hero of our story is Jesus Christ himself. Yes. And so when I talk about partnership, I'm really talking about ownership. You know, when Jesus after his death and resurrection, the mission that was Jesus' mission, he expanded that ownership. I talked about this a few moments ago. And, and, and his followers there in the book of Acts, they, 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 they said, it is not just Jesus' mission. It is, it is now our work alongside Jesus. And that's what we're inviting you to do, to make that kind of commitment, to say that this vision and these values and this community is not just Pastor Herman's, it's not just theirs, but this is my community, my vision, my set of values in working with Jesus Christ. Let me share with you very quickly the commitment that we're asking you to make as partners. The exact same commitments we saw in the book of Acts. In that community that God changed the world, he's doing it again. The first commitment is one of time. We saw that they regularly went to worship and that they invited their friends and others to come and experience what they were experiencing. We're asking you to commit to regularly attending NBCC weekend worship gatherings in person or online and invite others to attend. We saw shared sacrifices as they, as they engaged their talents, as they opened their homes and cooked and fed and served one another uh, as well as their treasure. Look, and so we're asking as it relates to your talent, as it relates to your talent, we're asking you to commit to, to, to bringing your talent to bear and to serve. And as it relates to your treasures, we're asking you to commit to 
joyfully and generally giving to support the work that God is doing. And then finally, if you read through the early chapters of, of Acts, you'll find it when there was dispute, they brought it to the leadership. They demonstrated trust. We asked that you do the same thing, that where there might be disagreement, bring it to the leadership, knowing that at the heart of how we exist together, there'll be moments when we will agree to disagree while always aggressively loving. And then I'm asking you to affirm a radical faith. There's the oldest creed in the church. These folk that I'm talking about in Acts, they, uh, within 100 years, they developed a creed they call the Apostle Creed. And if you can affirm this creed, then we're inviting you to partner with us. Here's the, listen to it. It says, here it is. Let's read it together. It says, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried, descended to the dead, and the third day he rose again. And not only did he rise again, he ascended into heaven, he sitteth at the right hand of the Father. This is radical, guys. He, he will, Jesus will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sin, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen and amen and amen. If you can believe that, confirm that, and I say to you, plug in. Okay, I just finished talking to you about who we are at NBCC. And I want you to know that this is an opportunity for you to plug in and be a partner with us. Whether you're here in the local Bay Area, you can participate in person or virtually because you're across the country, across the world. As a matter of fact, if you're across the country, the world, you may start off participating with us virtually, but you may be the means through which God raises up an NBCC campus right where you are, our community. And so let me ask you to please scan the QR code on the screen and uh, go to our partnership page. It's going to take you directly there. You'll see the four T's that I talked about that we're asking you to commit to because we saw in the book of Acts how God uses those four T's to change the world and to change us. And then you'll see the Apostle Creed that we're asking you to affirm. If you can affirm that radical faith and lean into those four T's, then you can be a partner with NBCC. We can be your church home, your church family, your church community, wherever you live in the world. One more thing. If you're having any kinds of challenges trying to navigate and figure out how to work the partnership form, just go ahead and call us, 650-690-2790.